What is up, everybody? It's DWC episode 13, week 13 in the NFL. Make sure that you guys can listen to us on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify Podcasts and everything else that we are out on. Uh, we'll be tweeting out uh, this episode and then a parlay for the game. Uh, it should be interesting to see what props and whatnot that we like uh, for this game because Seahawks Cowboys, it should. It's either going to be blowout or it's going to be a very uh, fun game to watch. Both of these teams like to throw it up and uh, have an air raid. So make sure that you stay tuned on Twitter for that. Um, in the coming next season, we will be live streaming our stuff through YouTube. Uh, so we will be on camera. So it'll be a whole kind of new thing for next season, season three of DWC. Uh, we will still be dropping the audio on Apple and Spotify, but we will also, but we will be doing our um, videos and our podcast live stream for you guys to watch as we do it and comment and all that good stuff. So let's go ahead and get into the noteworthy games of the week. Uh, we're going to start out with the Packers and the Lions. All right, the Packers are coming alive late. How do we feel about that, though? Jordan Love's looking good for four straight weeks. Three weeks. Four yeah. weeks? Three four weeks. weeks. I'll give four weeks. I mean, he still he lost to the Steelers, but he still looked. It wasn't He's, his fault. Yeah. Well, he had that well, late. But, but it, it, yeah, but, you know, that, that stuff kind of happens. I mean, if people are talking that Josh Allen has been playing the the second best, like the second best QB in the league, and that man throws an interception every damn game, and. I'll give Jordan Love a pass. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, he's young, they, uh, he's young first time starter. Yeah, this it's kind of like everybody thought, like half people thought, like oh, Lions are gonna win this. Another half was like, hold on now, the Lions have been kind of unraveling, and this defense that started off hot in the beginning uh, was Dan Campbell, <laughs> coach of the year type of defense. Has been unraveling, and they just let a QB from Utah State come in and dot him up. Nasty. That's so nasty, man. The good news for the Lions is that they don't play anybody for about two more weeks, so they need to stack the next two weeks, which is the Saints and Bears. Mm -hmm. And then they play the Broncos, Vikings, Cowboys, Vikings. So that's not going to be an easy stretch by any means, but – they need to get these next two wins if they want a high seed in the playoffs. Yeah. Because the Vikings are going to be sneaky. So Yeah. Now with the the coming weeks up until the last week of the NFL, now it's kind of all seeding. We kind of, at least on the NFC side, AFC is a whole, that's a whole nother fucking circus. But at least on the NFC side, we kind of know like, okay, this person's going to be in the playoffs, division leader. And there's, like, obviously, you know, that uh, bar anything, the Eagles are going to be the division leader, and then Cowboys should probably be number five. But now it's all for seeding on best matchups because if the Lions get a bad matchup, they could potentially end up like the Vikings of last year and lose getting bounced out in the first fucking round. Yeah, that seeding and... Winning late is important now. Um, I mean, as as far as this game went, I think the Packers played a pretty complete game. 
I think they got after Goff. They pressured him pretty much all game long. Rashawn Gary had three sacks. Um, the only way the Packers, the Lions stopped the Packers was themselves. Mm-hmm. I feel like just miscues. It looked like Jordan Love was never going to miss a pass. Um, it looks like, and the one receiver that he had no rapport with the entire year started out, they, they started out first play of the game like a 50-yard pass to Christian Watson. It was nice to see. And Jaden yeah. Reed, he's a fucking hooper. Hey, you know my boy. I already um, knew it. But yeah, Jordan Love's come alive late, and I see a path to 10-7. and seven. I see it. Lord. I know that's 5-1, and one, which is crazy. But I, I promise you, after this week, they'll most likely lose on, is it Sunday night or Monday night? Sunday Ooh. night to the Chiefs. Oh, uh, yeah. They play the Chiefs at the Chiefs. Or no, they play them. Chiefs go to Green Bay, so that's a tricky game. But other than that, it's all up to them because they don't play a team that's better than them the rest of the year. Kind of so weird I'm, ass game is that Chiefs at the Packers. Yeah, I mean, with Rodgers, that's a hype game. We, how come they never scheduled Chiefs at the Packers when Rodgers was there? Rodgers probably said, "Don't do it." Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> He's got it's real control. interesting. Yeah, real yeah. interesting. The Lions, I think, have some serious issues on the defensive side of the ball, and I've been saying it all year that they're not going to win any important games in the playoffs when they have a defense like this. Mm-hmm. Everything yeah. tightens up in the playoffs. It's definitely was like when you know you're looking at the Thanksgiving slate. You're like, oh, okay, this game could be an upset. All the other games, I was like, uh, yeah. Cowboys and the 49ers will win, but Lions and the Packers should be an interesting game. Man, it's nasty work being a Lions fan. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's go to the next game. Jaguars at the Texans. The Jaguars won 24-21 in a not-so-easy victory. It looked like they were going to run away with it for a little bit. But they let yeah. CJ Stroud get back into it. CJ Stroud, CJ Stroud was kind of fucking hooping, bro. Yeah, three, I mean, yeah. 303, two touchdowns, 2636. Um, shout out to. Oh, who am I shouting out? <laughs> shout out are, to Nico Collins. <laughs> we are not prepared today. <laughs> shout out to Nico Collins. Shout out to Nico Collins and Tank Dell. Nico Collins almost. Made me lose my fantasy matchup, but got it, got it at the end of in the end. Um, but yeah, both of these, it, it's it looks like. Well, obviously, we'll get into like the CJ Stroud talk later, but he was leading. He was on his team, leading obviously passing, but he was also leading in rushing. Um, something that I remember in the beginning <laughs> of the draft. Um, people were surprised because he was running in Georgia, and they didn't think he could. Um, which I was like, I mean, if you looked at that offense and the teams that they played, I don't think CJ Stroud needed to run anyways. No, besides everybody's the Michigan just, game, yeah, everybody's just open. So, I, I we always knew that you know he had the legs, but it's nice to see someone incorporate that along with throwing for you know the bootlegs and the play actions and all that but it was nice to see 
Calvin Ridley actually have a good game. He's been in the slumps for a little bit, but um, I know there's some stats like he's really good when Zay Jones is on the field and Zay Jones came back. So, you know, really five for 89, one touchdown. You know, I love my my Bama boys. So, we yeah. ride or die out here. Yeah, I mean, the Jaguars had a few a few possessions where they could have just taken over this game. The end of the half, they could have made it. 20 to 7 going in to halftime. They had what four plays on the goal line and mm-hmm. they didn't get it. I was like, come on, bro. You have a chance. I picked the Jaguars. I think you did too. Yeah. I mean, we both had the Jaguars winning, but like that's the type of stuff where Trevor Lawrence needs to figure it the fuck out, in my opinion. I know that I know they're eight and three, they're five and oh away, which is crazy, but they did play two London games back to back. But I don't. I still don't see like a, a quality win, per se. Mm-hmm. The Bills, I would say, is their best win, and even the like the Bills, any given Sunday they can lose. You know yeah. what I mean? So I, I think they still have to figure out a few things. Their offense isn't as efficient as I would like to see it with Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. And I know it's not like Doug Peterson's a good offensive coach, so it might actually be Trevor Lawrence that is the problem. He started out hot as fuck in this game. Like, he was not missing the first drive of the game. He had a few long third downs. I was like, damn, like, this game might be over quick. And then somehow they just let the Texans back in it. Yeah, I don't really know. It kind of, like, it was the opposite. It was, like, the offense is hot, the defense is kind of ass. And then it's slowly starting to flip. And, you know, it's weird seeing because, like, Trevor Lawrence was one of the best prospects since Andrew Luck. So you were expecting this man to just blow up. And then unfortunately the Urban Meyer shit happened. And uh, we all we all knew that like stunted him and he regressed the shit ton. But this is year two under Doug. So needs to take a step forward. Which I do think I mean, ultimately, I do think they have in terms of finding ways to win. Oh, yeah. I mean, from second and third year from, from the from the first year, insane fucking. Because how many games did they win last year? Nine? Yeah. Like, they're already at that, basically, and we still have six games to play. So, they're 100%. Like, they've taken a jump as a team. I would just like to see Trevor Lawrence take over games a little bit more. Because mm-hmm. it's not going to get any easier. Once you're, once you're determined you know, one of the top teams in the AFC North and your record shows they're going to start putting you in the hard games. So, yeah, lucky that they're in the division that they're in now, but it's not like the division isn't going to get any more difficult now. We see CJ Stroud, um, what the Colts were doing with Anthony Richardson was really interesting before he got hurt. So you need to establish your dominance now before these teams creep up on you. I mean, the Texans have already beaten you. You're one-on-one with the Texans, but once you once you get out and you start facing some real teams, you have to, you, have to, you can't have, quote-unquote, like, rookie mistakes. Like, some, some shit, some shit Trevor Lawrence does, I'm just like, bro, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't know if he's trying to just force it, or if he thinks like, oh, this is open, but I'm like, I don't know what you're doing, bro. 
Yeah, that one's. It's a little bit rough watching him sometimes. He still makes, like you said, just stupid mistakes that you shouldn't be making in your third year as like a franchise QB. So yeah. I don't know. Like I said, as a team, the Doug Peterson's obviously a good coach. He proved it. He won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. He's got the team winning. They ultimately haven't really played that hard of a schedule, but we'll see down the line here. Yeah, the Bills are their best win. You could argue the Texans are their second best win, but they did lose by 20 to the Texans earlier in the year. So, I mean, we'll see. I mean, I don't know. The next hard game they have, I'm not even including the Browns in this. They play the Ravens in three weeks. Mm -hmm. That's the last game that they'll play a contender. So they have one more hard game left on the schedule. And then, I mean, they lost to the Chiefs. They lost big to the 49ers. And then we'll see what they do against the Ravens. Those are all three at the top of their, at the top of the NFL. So we'll see if they can actually contend in the AFC. Because I just don't see it right now, at least. Yeah, depends on who they play. It's, it's, I just see the Jaguars, Lions. Um, it was the Seahawks, but they're just falling off a cliff right now. So Jaguars and Lions are kind of similar, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they can contend with the big boys. I think they can win and beat the worst teams. I don't think they can beat the the big boys in the conference. We shall see, though. Let's go to the probably game of the week. Uh, Eagles at the Bills. The Eagles won an OT 37 to 34. Can you believe this shit? Uh, I mean, you picked the Bills, bro. Can you believe this shit? I'm not surprised. I reverse cursed them on accident. I mean, this is this is a game that I'm not even like watching it, just watching the game itself. You don't even have to look at the stats to know that the Bills dominated this game right yeah like you only have to look at the stats and then when you do look at the stats you see that they ran the bills ran 30 more fucking plays they had almost 140 more total yards this is on the same amount of drives too so they were having some long ass drives (laughs) the one the the key difference like the eagles even had more turnovers than the bills Mm -hmm. but this is what this is an eyesore to me every time i see the eagles in prime time we're looking at an 11 penalty game from the Bills and only a four penalty game from the Eagles. I don't want to make this a talking point because I think the Eagles are great. Like, I do think they're good. But that this isn't the first game that this has happened, right? Yeah. I mean, definitely that pass interference that wasn't called on Slay, like, literally ripped. Almost ripped his damn jersey off his shoulder pads and wasn't called. So, like, I don't, I mean, there's literally a ref on that sideline. So, I don't know what he was looking at. Absolutely nothing. Had to fucking tie his shoe. (laughs) But they need to start. If I'm the fucking, uh, that's why, that's why we're not commentators. But I was a commentator. I'm like, yo, can you? I was like, can you just put that put that play up again and let's see what the ref is looking at? Because if the, if the ref is looking dead at him, I'm like, oh, he just isn't wanting to call it then. Which like, 
there's been there's two of those in the in that game and i mean that's that's a big it's it's not like uh legal hands to the face five yards that's a 15 yard penalty that's huge yeah. and i know like hurts 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 didn't have obviously allen was the better quarterback in this game but and this has been hurts through his whole career once it comes to like late fourth quarter or overtime this is a different fucking beast bro and i'm just glad when they did score i'm just glad it wasn't like a tush push i would have been like bro this is annoying as fuck i mean obviously they i don't know how many times they did it but they did it a couple times and it is just once once like the defense can't do anything about it like they can't push back necessarily or pull they can't pull i'm like bro like obviously they're gonna get the touchdown or the first down like it's just automatic yeah i don't i mean we can have a whole discussion about the tush push but until they allow defenders to push back i don't see why it should be allowed in general because the whole reason they don't let defenders do it is because it can hurt people but the offense is doing the same exact oh, thing on the diving side. at your fucking knees yeah i don't understand how they allow it I get it. The Eagles are the best at it, and they have a QB that is fucking huge and can do it. But it's still stupid to me. And it makes the game unbearable to watch. You know if it goes third and short, you know exactly what they're going to do. You know what I mean? Fourth and one. Even, and I mean, it's different than, like, fourth and one ball, you know, on inches. This is, like, third and three, third and four. Line it up, and then we're going to line it up again. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bro. I mean, honestly, I don't understand why don't, they don't just tush push all the way down the field. It's an automatic three yards yeah. every time. I'm just shocked. Knock on wood. I'm just shocked nobody's gotten injured yet. Like, yeah. I, w- I was surprised not seeing, like, a lineman just, like. Kelsey actually called someone out. Jordan Phillips. Yeah, I mean, Jordan Phillips was getting a little aggressive. I mean, what are you I mean, supposed to do, I mean, though? Like, of course defenders are going to start getting mad about it you know what i mean so like what the fuck i get kelsey's mad and i I forget what he said exactly but it's like jordan phil lunged on on the center or something yeah or not not the center but the guard or something like that yeah he lunged at uh um landon and he jumped off sides or something before the tush push happened but like what what are you supposed to fucking do I don't see that as like a dirty play if he tried to stop it yeah he mistimed the snap it is what it is. You know what I mean? But they have to try to get some type of advantage over that play because there is none. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was. It, it's, this has been the Bills the whole, like, season. Like, it's just, like, when you get to these games like this, like, get close and just something happens. They fold. Well, that fold. That, to me, is a sign of coaching. If you can't win the close games, your coach is probably going to get fired, right? Yeah. I mean, it's weird seeing, like, the Bills are 6-6, six and six, and they can pretty much, when they want to decide to play, they can pretty much hang 40 on anybody. Yeah, I still wouldn't want to play them. I mean, they're fucking... The thing is, they're 1-4 and four in away games right now, and... At the rate they're going, they're not going to have a home playoff game like they've yeah. had the last two years. So, 
But this is this is the game, the kind of shit I'm talking about, though. Like, if if the Bills go on like a mini run here and they meet the Jaguars, they'll Jaguars the get fucking bounced out. Yeah, pretty easily too. I feel like that's why the NFL's hilarious. <laughs> shout out, shout out to Eagles, ten to one. Bills are six and six. Eagles are still are they are they? <laughs> Yeah, the Eagles had their bye last week, the same as the Chiefs. Okay. Shout out to Eagles. Yeah, I mean, the thing I'll say about Jalen Hurts is he hasn't been very good this year, in my opinion, but he's good when it matters the most. Mm -hmm. Now, that's going to bite you in the ass eventually. And to me, the Cowboys are playing better and are a better team than the Eagles right now. I don't even yeah. count. I don't even like. I don't know, because when you go to the Cowboys, like the Eagles are going to go to the Cowboys in a few weeks, and they're going to lose that game. They always it's, split. It just like depends on like he is great when it's near the end, close, and you like need that dog out of you. Jalen Hurts is one of the great uh, quarterbacks in this league right now at finishing the job, but. Like, he's a true second-half quarterback. But if you, in the first half, allow yourself to get down by so many points, there's not going to be enough time for you to, to catch back up. Not, not just because not every game is going to – you're going to lead this insane comeback. So you have to make sure you're on your shit or you're going to get fucking waxed. Yeah, you're not wrong. All right, let's go to our last game, noteworthy game of the week. Uh, Ravens at the Chargers. The Ravens won 20-10. I don't know whether to be concerned about how the Ravens win football games or if I should be impressed at this point. Yeah. Because, like, they're not really – like, yeah, they smoked a few teams until the Browns beat them. But, like, I'm tired of seeing – like, say you don't watch the game. Say you don't watch the game at all. And then you look on the stat sheet and you see Lamar Jackson threw for 50% and the motherfucker only had a se- 170 yards and one touchdown. You know what I mean? Like, what the actual fuck? The Browns couldn't get away with that if they fucking wanted to. If that was our franchise QB, you know what they would be saying? This is the worst contract in NFL history. Well... I can't talk shit because this looks like my QB stat line, right? Well, I'm saying, I'm saying in general, there's there's shit well, on Pickett too. Completion, completion percentage than that. That's yeah, I mean, ass. this is a bad. Like, I get it. Lamar plays a factor with his legs in the run game. The run game is good and as good as it is. It's been number one in the league for like three years because of Lamar's leg and his ability to run the read option and stuff. I get it, but you can't expect me to think this Ravens team or any Lamar-led Ravens team is going to beat Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen, or any of the best QBs in the AFC in the playoffs. I refuse to believe it. Yeah. I mean, outside of the – I, I have a theory for this This so far in the Ravens this year. Outside of the, the absolute ass-whooping they gave the fucking Lions, the Ravens kind of just like once they get a lead, they kind of just bull 
That's and, what I, I was about to say. They're, is they're that waiting, that... Like in it's on it's not on them, it's on the teams not mounting a comeback. Like besides not, the Browns. The Ravens will get <laughs> yeah. The Ravens will literally get like up three or up seven on you. And then it's just fucking three and out or one drive and then three and out. Like and then they're just relying on their defense or they're relying on you to fuck up. Because the Chargers I mean, definitely fucked up. Yeah, but like without these, and it wasn't even caused by the Ravens in most situations. Like Eckler and Keenan just dropped the football. Yeah. Well, not Keenan. He got it punched out. But Eckler has been a waste of space this season. And I'm not, uh, I'm not scared to fucking say that either. <laughs> oh, we, I mean, before you, you were, uh, hold on one second. The, the Ravens, zero fumbles lost, Chargers, three. And then, uh, Herbert threw a pick. Granted, it was a Hail Mary pick, but Herbert threw a pick. And yeah, four turnovers. The Ravens had no turnovers. That's um, the, like, they're just so annoying. I remember <laughs> this was, this was pre podcast, maybe, maybe. No, this was first season, first season podcast. You were not a fan of Eckler. And then he, and then when he had that amazing season, he had to shut up for a little bit. And now you're back. Because this man has been playing like hot dog shit. And not only is Eckler dog shit, but he goes on a podcast and talks shit about his own team. Which I get it. Your coach is an idiot. And I agree with you there, Eckler. But you're literally talking shit about your coach. When you're not even performing, you got fucking bricks in your shoes and you're trying to get a contract. Like, I get it. He's probably mad they didn't want to pay him. But why the fuck would they pay him? Yeah. And now explain to me what you see out of him that other running backs can't do. Now it's just trickling down. I mean, literally, the Chargers are just fucking spam Keenan Allen. Like, Keenan Allen had 14, 106, and they put up 10 points. Like, and I don't know. If they just don't believe in their other weapons, I mean, Quentin Johnson's looking like a fucking bust. Which newsflash: we at DW said, DWC said, why did you draft him? I even said, oh, they're not paying Mike Williams. If you're drafting Quentin Johnson, you're not paying Mike Williams. But they gave him the bag, so I don't know what the fuck that draft was because you literally could have had Zay Flowers, but you didn't want him. For some reason. And then it's, and that's what's difficult. I mean, Eckler only got 10 carries, but that's what's difficult about you. Like, this is different than if Bijan, say Bijan pops off. Bijan is on the Chargers and he has a great fucking game. Of course, you're going to give him a contract. You draft him in the first fucking round. But if your undrafted, undrafted rookie is popping off, why would I give you a bag? I can we we can just get an undrafted rookie again. Who says? I mean, especially with all these undrafted rookies popping off, Jalen Warren. Be like, why can't we we just find another Jalen Warren? We can just find another you. So yeah, I don't see it with Eckler, but I mean, the whole team needs to be like gutted, except for Herbert, like and Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen's a lifetime charger. Those are the only two realistically that need to be on this team next year. Yeah, and Rashawn Slater. Those three. <laughs> but other than that, like their situation, watching their games is the most painful thing of all time. I'm sitting here like, all right, we have a chance to take the lead or get back in the game. Doesn't happen. Fumble. And then they they stop the Ravens. Like the defense actually played a good game. Mm-hmm. 
I don't understand. Like, when the defense plays well, the offense doesn't. It's just, oh, man. You can't make this shit up. But it's it's got to be frustrating to be a Chargers fan. Herbert's situation won't get any better until they switch the coach. Yeah, it's it's wraps. Yeah, that's that's how I see the Chargers. The Ravens, to me, are – I think they're good. They have one of the better coaches in the league. Their defense is good, and they have a good QB. So they're going to be fine. They can probably compete with anybody. But we shall see against yeah. some of the better that's- QBs. Herbert needs to get the ball rolling. I know usually I know he's like and he's always been like this, not like a super emotional guy ever since even like Oregon. I haven't seen a lot of emotions, but he just needs to blow. I think once he blows up, and I'm like, oh. You're right. Staley. Everyone yeah, everyone's gonna listen to Herbert over Staley at this point. Yeah. I mean, so. once you once your star player, once your star player acts up, I mean, you don't want to see your star player act up, but that actually like gets shit done. It does. You know? I'm not like Jamar Chase. I'm always fucking open. Literally had like a 200 yard game next game. Like it gets shit done. Nasty. Yeah. I'm just tired of watching them on prime time. Get them <laughs> off my screen. Yeah, these prime time games have been annoying as fuck. <laughs> All right, shall we move on to the headlines? Let's go. All right, the first headline it broke today. The news was that there's a warrant out for the arrest of Von Miller for domestic assault, I'm pretty sure. Yes, domestic assault against his pregnant girl. Yeah, what degree felony is this? (laughs) It's a second right now. Depends on the allegations. It could get up more, but no more information has been said right now. Um, I mean, Von Miller, I mean, if it Von Miller really hasn't done anything on the field anyway, so this is good for the Bills. The Bills can just be like, oh, we're not paying you shit after giving him that bag. Yeah, it sucks to say, but, like, this is an easy cop-out for the Bills because legal issues usually implicate that you could just cut losses without even having to pay the rest of the contract. So, I mean, like you said, he hasn't really done shit this entire year. He's kind of lost a step. Which is expected. I mean, he came off his, what, second ACL tear? Mm-hmm. Or, some, or something with his leg. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, whatever it means for Von Miller, his career might actually be over now. So Yeah, I don't know who's going to hire. Especially especially if this shit is true, I don't know who's going to hire you after that. Yeah, that's true. And you haven't. It's, been, it's different if you, like, obviously, I don't want you on my team. But if it's different for, like, a team will take a chance on you if you're producing, but this is happening and you're not producing on the field. Like people are literally like, "Where's Von Miller?" Then, I mean, he already missed like what six, seven games this year. Mm-hmm. So I mean, then you're probably cooked. Yeah, there's not much value left in Von Miller at all. He's only getting older too. So. Yeah. Uh, let's go to probably the biggest news of the week. Frank Wright got fired. Um. From the Panthers. Mm-hmm. I think me and you are on the same page. I think it's kind of scapegoating. Because all the reports draft day were Frank Reich wants CJ Stroud. He wants to do it his way. And they ended up with Bryce Young. I mean, I don't know what's true and what's not. But I don't think Frank Reich is a bad coach. I think he was kind of dealt whatever the GM wanted. So. And no, Tepper so- got impatient. Yeah, so there's two things on this front. 
I think after once that like they that fourth down and they needed to score and Frank Wright ran through a screen, like they ran a screenplay, I was like, oh, he's probably gonna get fired. <laughs> yeah. Because you that's a fireable offense. You doing that. Two, I I a hundred and you probably hundred percent agree with me. I think David Tepper is the worst thing that happened to this Panthers franchise more than Cam Newton getting hurt. This man has single-handedly ruined this franchise. This is the most impatient man, which is crazy because, like, bro, the Panthers aren't good. What, what are you impatient for to be good? Like, bro, when the, the, the Panthers are, like, what... I'm not expecting the Panthers to make noise. And I don't. if you if you draft, so it's different than you drafting CJ Stroud. Because you know, we don't we don't know if CJ Stroud would have been what he is now on the Panthers. Yeah, the weapons definitely aren't there. Yeah. I mean, we saw the, the graph. Bryce Young is it is tough. It is a super tough job for Bryce Young right now. And if you draft someone like Bryce Young, with that kind of stature, you have to give him weapons. And you signing Adam Dealing's cement ass, drafting Jonathan Mingo, which kind of looks like a miss right now. Well, you also have to draft, you have to set up the O-line for success for a QB that small. And it's, it's just not, and it's not like, I don't think Bryce is ass. I just like, but like I don't know what any QB would do under in that situation. Like you're only gonna be ass. And they said once the game was over, David Tepper is literally leaving the uh, the stadium. He yelled "fuck." So you knew like shit was gonna happen the next day. Um, yeah, like you said, I think he Frank Wright scoped in. I think there's a there's a lot. Of issues right now with this team, um, and I, I think Frank Wright's going to get a job easily somewhere else. I know if he wants to, he yeah. he said he's going to retire. Probably, I probably would after that fucking hellhole. I just don't um, understand. Like, what did he? What did Tepper expect? Like, is he mad that he sees the Texans being good after being bad for so long? Yeah. just with a rookie. You know what I mean? Not all situations are created equal. Yeah. And he was on a press conference saying that uh, that 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 uh, Frank wanting CJ was a lie. He said everybody was on board with Bryce. Shocking. I was like, when your owner's making a press conference, that's how you know this shit is it is fire. cooked. <laughs> Everything's on fire. Everything's cooked. <laughs> so the Panthers. And it's worse. It's different than you like. Oh, we're cooked, but we have the first pick. You don't. So you're kind of going to be cooked for a hot minute. That's just unfortunate for Panthers fans. I feel for them because I know what shitty ownership is like being a Browns <laughs> fan. So they did not strike gold. They they are in for the long haul with Tepper. Yeah. Just stay out of it, Tepper. Just stay out. Sit up there in your pretty little press box. Yeah. You know, make your money, bro. It's easy. 
Yeah. Just hire, just hire. Like this is not your shit, bro. Hire the people that know what they're doing. It's so easy. Yeah, I know. I don't understand what the fuck like that. Like him, the Chargers owner. Like, bro, just fucking hire someone that knows what they're doing. Stop trying to be cheap and stop being impatient, bro. It takes a long time. Like you, it's not like you just got. You just bought the fucking like Cowboys or something. You're like, bro, wow, yeah. It's like this is a story franchise. Like you're the fucking Panthers, bro. Just sit down, bro. Just chill for a little bit. Yeah, they've Enjoy been bad the his whole tenure since he's owned them. So he's doing so, it to himself. He's just too prideful to admit it. Sell the team. Yeah, facts. <laughs> All right, let's go to breaking news. What was that, two days ago? Mm-hmm. Jonathan Taylor, out of nowhere, actually. Jonathan Taylor is go- undergoing thumb surgery, and he'll be out multiple weeks. Right when he was a- getting back into a groove. I didn't hear any of this on Sunday. No. Like, he literally had two touchdowns on Sunday. Yeah, did they take him out? I, of course, wasn't watching this game super closely, but... Like, did no, he take he, him out he, late? No, he, or? he played the whole game. Oh, yeah. Then I, I just don't know. Because the game was close, so it wouldn't make yeah. sense to just take him out if he was – unless he was seriously hurt. So, I don't know. Weird. Uh, they're going to need him, though, if they do make a wild card round. Yeah. Having that two-headed monster with Moss is pretty good. And Moss is taking the starting job again. Mm-hmm. But, I yeah, mean, it's it's uh, it's uh definitely – it definitely makes sense if the Colts – believe and i believe with them if they believe that they're gonna be in the playoffs uh the rest of the schedule isn't crazy uh i know they play the steelers so i'm gonna need that dub but for them you need taylor not to be in that game i know for them to be like this without their you know starting quarterback doing this with Gardner Minshew, coach of the year give it to them so the Colts, the Colts have been pretty good. Um, Jonathan Taylor obviously is in this for the long, long run. He got that three-year deal, so I think they're just taking care of him, which shows good signs of the organization. So hopefully he's fine after this. I don't know exactly what happened with his thumb, but I think I think he'll be fine. Fucks a lot of people in the fantasy, right when they're I'm about to say this is a yeah. getting locked in. This is uh, as big of news, in my opinion, for like the Colts. It's bigger for fantasy football and yeah. seeding and that, and then the championships coming up. <laughs> yeah. It's way worse for those people. I have them in my other league. Um, I was legit. Like my other league, um, my players, nasty. I just don't have a quarterback, but my players, nasty. I, have, I had him and Alvin Kamara. <laughs> And which I got him, I got him off of waiver wires. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, someone dropped him. I don't know why. what. And then, so call the know, cops. Seeing him with the 20, 21 points, and then I was like, okay, I'm getting Jettas back next week. Like my team's gonna be unstoppable. And then Jonathan Taylor out. Yep, just never easy. It was so random too. It was just not expected. It. Yeah, it, they dropped it. And it was like questionable, and then it was like doubtful, and then it was surgery. I was like, damn. That's how the Deshaun news broke, too. That was, like, great. Yeah, but right. we, don't, we don't care. <laughs> yeah. The the next three we're going to cover pretty quickly. We've already talked about this 100,000 times, and so has everybody. Aaron Rodgers, 
open the practice window. He is practicing in pads. And everyone thinks he's going to play, but in reality, this motherfucker is not playing football this year. Yeah, what 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 are we doing? What what are we trying to prove here? I don't I, like. I'm trying, trying to prove man. he's a superhuman. <laughs> I need that man drug tested immediately. Three, yeah. like it was already crazy with Cam Makers coming back in like nine months or six six or nine months. I forget what it was. Three months. No fucking yeah. time. Yeah, there's no chance. The first time, like if they. Honestly, if they put him out on that field, they are doing a disservice in setting the NFL injury standard back fucking 15 years. Yeah. I don't care how fucking advanced technology is now, medication, surgeries. There is absolutely no way this man's playing football. And if they put him out there, he's just going to get hurt again. If they put him out there, if they put him out there with that O-line, he's getting smoked. Yeah. You don't even have the O line to play Rodgers healthy, so why would you put him out there non hundred percent? Yeah, and then you can sense. fucking show me all the clips of you doing a little cute little drop back and throwing it fifty yards, bro. Your arm's not what's hurt. I know you have a fucking amazing arm. You can do that not just fucking standing, <clears throat> but game speed. Someone's rushing you. Someone's hurrying you. You be hit. You're cooked. You're literally ancient, bro. Honestly, I'm just over. I'm just over the fucking just media gushing about it. I'm fucking over it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what he's trying to prove, but bro, oh, you need to sit down, man. You're you're literally gonna you're going to play next year. Like, if your job wasn't secured enough after watching Zach Wilson and Tim Boyle, bro. <laughs> You got this shit locked in. <laughs> so, yeah, just like what? This is not, nobody wants this. <laughs> nobody wants this. He Nobody's happy about this. You just need to chill out. Yeah, I really, I just don't get it. Um. All right, let's go to some minor news for the Browns. Uh, yep. Flacco obviously got signed to him. I don't even know if we talked about the signing. Uh, Flacco got signed to come on after what the fuck was it? I guess the Deshaun news in general. Mm -hmm. Flacco got signed. And then now Flacco is rumored to be QB2 behind DTR if DTR doesn't get past concussion protocol. Um, All I'll say about this is I like how they're doing it because I do think DTR is the option moving forward when healthy. And I like how Stefanski didn't just shut it down and say Flacco's number one. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, Flacco has to earn that spot, and I think DTR hasn't done anything to lose it. That's all I'll say on that. Do I think Flacco's going to make noise? No. But here we are. (laughs) Maybe if you play the division rival. Yeah. Yeah. He'll probably go fucking, well, hopefully we play the Ravens in the first round of the playoffs. (laughs) That would actually be the Ravens fans' worst nightmare. Playing Flacco, losing to Flacco, losing to Flacco in the wild card matchup. Nasty. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, you know, I feel for you, Browns fans, man. You guys, you guys start off good and then ass, and then good and then ass, and then good and then ass. 
Yeah, it's it's been a, a bunch of highs and lows. And I just <laughs> honestly, we might never ever get good QB play or healthy QB play for that. Yeah. I just I don't even know what to think anymore. You guys are definitely cursed. Mm-hmm. What do we have to do to get uncursed? Does Haslam have to sell the team? Like I don't know, bro. Please fucking do it. I Move the stadium. I need an X-ray to see <laughs> if there's any like a yeah, burial that, ground under there. That's what they say. <laughs> um, and the last one's more of a shout out than it is a headline. Uh, CJ Stroud won Offensive Player of the Month as a rookie, and he also won Offensive Rookie of the Month in the month of November. So, shout out CJ Stroud. He's been hooping back to back to back to back to back 300 yard games. He's gonna blit, he's gonna break the rookie passing record, probably. Yeah, right? you would think so. He only, I think he only needs like 170 yards a game from here on out to break it. And he's uh, yeah. he's going to get that in like fucking half the games. Yeah. Cesar Stroud, amazing. Um, I thought that, like I said, I thought the Texans were going to be were going to be better than people expected this year, but I wasn't expecting Cesar Stroud to be like this. Uh, he has perfect repertoire and confidence in his wide receivers. Um, you can tell by some of the daredevil throws that he does make. And he knows that the wide receivers will come down with it. Um, he's he's nice. Shout out CJ Stroud. Uh, he's like minus. I think it was like minus nine thousand to win rookie of the year for offensive rookie of the year. So definitely winning that. Yeah. <laughs> shout out. Shout out CJ Stroud. Um, that was it for our headlines. I have one segment for Reed. Uh, we already kind of touched on this earlier in some. Of the rants, but we're gonna go ahead. This is week thirteen. We're gonna get into the coach's hot seat. Oh God! I got I think ten coaches here. Good Lord! That's how. That's <laughs> once you. That's about them. right, though. Yeah. In the NFL, I feel like seven to ten guys get fired every year. <laughs> and we're not gonna talk about uh, Frank Wright because he already did get fired. But we have ten coaches here. You told me if. It is hot, warm, or cold. We're going to go with first one up, Bill Belichick. Oh, man. Honestly, I'm going to say this is cold, but Mm -hmm. I'm going to say it's cold because I think it's going to be a mutual party. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. I don't don't think Kraft would ever fire him. No. I I think he's going to go take a job somewhere else on purpose. Yeah. Kraft doesn't look like the type to fire. Bill Belichick. They've been through too much shit. It would be different if they won like one Super Bowl and he's been there for 20 years. You know what I mean? But he's probably like, Bill, you want to go, bro? He's done too much good. It's been like this. This is probably how the conversation goes. Kraft is like, listen, I think it's time to move on. We're going to build you a fucking statue outside the stadium. (laughs) Forget you. (laughs) That's probably how it's going to go. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to have a Netflix knock about you. Yeah. You and Tom. The two greatest patriots of all time, and then move on. <laughs> yeah. It will be interesting to see what route they go if they just get an old man again, the patriot way, or if they God, go, I hope not. If they go young like a Ben, like if they got Ben Johnson, I'd be like, oh shit, like Robert Kraft, okay. Robert Kraft doesn't play though, so he's gonna get someone he thinks is. The only issue with this future. is you're gonna have to get a coach and a GM. That's true. Because Ben is both. A lot of good prospects for GM, though. Yeah. Right, number Easier two, to find a GM than a coach, in my opinion. Number two, and I think this guy is 
you're most hated. You talk about this man like it's your job oh, off God. the podcast. <clears throat> Hot, warm, or cold, Todd Bowles. Oh, man. I, I thought you were going to say Ron Rivera. I know yeah. he's on here, too, probably. You hate Todd Bowles, too. <laughs> yeah, so Todd Bowles, to me, is just unimaginative. His defense is not that good, and he's a defensive guy. Um, Instead of trying out – I'm not even mad that they got Baker. Like, whatever. Mm-hmm. But clearly that's not working out. Their offense sucks. Um. Like, why not even see what you have in Kyle Trask, right? And this isn't yeah. me just saying I was this saying no I'm bias, a, no bias. No bias. Like, I'm a Florida fan. He was great for us. But, like, you're in a situation where you know, and God forbid if Todd Bowles didn't know this and the GM and the ownership didn't know this, Baker Mayfield is not that guy. You know what I mean? He is not going to carry you to anything important in this some of your Some of your Browns fans miss him. Yeah, they can miss him all they want. The, I mean, look at the start of this. The Bucks have played. I mean, they're in the easiest division in football, and they are negative by what two games? Mm-hmm. They're fucking four and seven. They're two and three at home, and they play the Panthers, who are one and ten, coming off a coaching fire. And I'm still not a hundred percent the Bucks are going to win this game. That that right there puts Todd Bowles on the hottest of hot seats if I've ever seen one. <laughs> Yeah, I'm over we, it. I'm over the fired, Buccaneers. We would have fired him midseason. That was a fucking recycled hire. Like, Tom Brady, like, I just don't get it. I don't know. I don't so you're, you're saying hot? I don't give a – yeah, super hot. I don't even care if Bruce Arians got put up in the booth because he hit that Saints player. I don't give a fuck what Bruce Arians did. That motherfucker was staying the coach until Tom Brady left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Todd Bowles is on the hot seat. Yeah, I'm on the same wavelength as you, and I'm not biased because I'm a Bama fan. But when I saw Kyle Trask, when I saw that man throw that ball, <laughs> at he had least what? I mean, sorry to cut you off, but he had, he had one pass in the fucking football game, and it was a beautiful fade to the back of the end zone. Mm-hmm. I just, I mean, like, what are we doing here? Especially yeah. with those receivers, he's a. So Baker Mayfield has been known as a timing QB, right? Mm-hmm. Well, so is Trask, and Trask is also 6-6 and not playing out of um out of structure. Like he can be every bit as good as Baker Mayfield, but more accurate. And he's bigger. He doesn't get his balls batted down. You know what I mean? Like better you, you might as well just fucking play him. Or you're just gonna not play him and then have to draft another QB. At least see what you have in the young guy, yeah. right? I think you think about like next week or week 15, they might do something like if Baker is playing like dog shit or no, I think Todd Bowles is stubborn. (laughs) Yeah. It's, I was, I was going to say the same thing as you. It's different than throwing. Like if you threw Trask into the fucking Panthers or something like this wide receiver, like these guys, his weapons are really good. And I think he could excel with all of them. And their O line is good. And and their O line's good. They have a good running back that catches out of the out of the backfield. Like what the fuck are we doing? The NFL is so nasty. Like think about how was that that was their second pick, right? Uh third round. round? Third round? Second late second or third round pick. I don't know which one it was. But like 
the NFL is so nasty. We recycle these QBs and coaches. And unfortunately for the Buccaneers and all their fans, they have a recycled QB and a recycled coach. So good fucking luck winning games. Yeah. You got you got, you guys at least you guys got the Super Bowl. Cause it ain't happening ever again. <laughs> it, he so he was hot. And then um let's go with the third coach. Flamethrower. Arthur Smith. Oh man, Arthur Smith is something else, man. I just don't I really wish the Falcons were in a harder division because I just don't know anymore. Like, I don't think he's I don't think he has a QB. And spending big money on a backup like Heineke, what did that prove? Absolutely nothing. And I've been fighting people all year on this. Stop spending five plus million on backup QBs. It's fucking ridiculous. If they thought Heineke would actually lead them to anything in this league, they're fucking stupid. There's enough tape on him to know that. Desmond Ritter, obviously you start him at the beginning and see where he goes. He hasn't been great. But somehow they're still winning like close games. I, I really don't think Arthur Smith is that bad of a coach. I think his own stubbornness gets in his way. Yeah, I mean, I think it is criminal that you don't – this isn't uh, a feature. Like, Bijan isn't a feature. Because we already know, you know, we know how you feel about drafting your running backs in the first round. But if I draft my running back in the first round, that man's getting ran to the ground. The same, like, if, if my GM and I was the coach and he picked a running back, I'd be like, well, fuck you. I don't want a running back. But I'm going to use that motherfucker. Yeah. Because running backs – their most important years to you are their early years, right? Mm -hmm. Like, fuck a second contract. You have four years, four to five years, a fifth-year option in the first-round pick. To run that fucking running back as many times as you can. I, I don't get it. Arthur Smith is, like, warm. He's not hot. He should be. But like you said, if I think he's getting away with it because he's in this division. Like, if he was in, like, the AFC North, cooked. Yeah, I agree. Cooked. And he did, and he did go out, spend money in free agency, him and the GM. They got some players. The defense is better. But there's too much talent on that fucking offense to be this bad. So get it figured out. Michael Penis. I wouldn't are. be surprised if that motherfucker goes out and gets Tannehill. Nah, it's going to be Michael Penis. You are yeah. the Falcons quarterback. Yeah. Or Bonix, another another Desmond Ritter. All right, number four, an e uh, not an easy one, an interesting one. Sean McDermott. Oh, man, talked about him a little bit in the podcast. Sean McDermott is interesting because he really was the coach that turned the Bills around and made Josh Allen who he is in a way. Mm -hmm. Um, not who he is. Josh Allen would probably would have been okay on a lot of situations. But he was the one that like made them a contender. But this is where like you're a good coach and you're a great coach. Can you win when it matters the most? Mm -hmm. And McDermott seems to not be able to do that. He has not been able to take that next step. And I get it. It's not fucking easy because Every time they've gone to 
the AFC championship or the divisional round right before the AFC championship. It's fucking Pat Mahomes that's in their way, right? And mm-hmm. a Hall of Fame coach on the opposite side. But sometimes I just watch these games and I wonder how the fuck they lose. Like, actually. And I know yeah. Josh Allen turns it over every once in a while, but if you cannot win games with Josh Allen, you are doing a disservice to all NFL coaches. Yeah. Like, I have been a critic of Josh since he's been in the league. And I would take that motherfucker on our team right now. I would drop everything to take him on our team. Same. And I guarantee you, this man Stefanski would have our offense humming like a motherfucker. I don't know. I know McDermott's a defensive guy. He turned the bill. That's why it's so tricky. He turned him around, but he couldn't get it done. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So now maybe it's time for someone new to step in. You know what it kind of reminds me of? It reminds me of Mark Jackson for Golden State. Yeah. How he kind of got everyone on the team, and they were good. They were starting to be relevant again. And then they fired him, and everyone was like, why'd they fire him? They've been to the playoffs numerous times in a row. And then they got Steve Kerr, and then they finally were winning actual Mm -hmm. championships. You know what I mean? It's kind of that. Sometimes you just have to make a change. I think his seat's hot. It depends on how the rest of the season goes, but it's not looking good schedule-wise. So I think by the end of the year, it'll be hot. I just wish I just wish Brian was still on that team. I'd be like, oh, they just need like it just needs to be Brian. But then it's going to be interesting if you do get a new coach because if that coach is ass, then people would be like, why'd you fire McDermott? But I'm yeah, like, it's tough. That's a tough situation. <clears throat> I'm on the same thing as you. Like you just you finally got the Bills out of hell, and you're only just playing the best QB I've ever seen in my life. Yep. So, but if you if you can't, it's different if you do this and you just lose to Patrick Mahomes. But if you can't win your division consistently, then you gotta go. All right, number five, Matt Eberflus. Oh, fire that motherfucker! <laughs> Hot seat. I don't see anything he does that's good. I may be biased, but I don't think he's putting his players in the best position to win each week. Go get Jim Harbaugh, Bears. That's all I have to say about this. Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on the same same wavelength, I think. Regardless if you stay with Justin Fields or you get Caleb Williams, I think the um, coaching early on, if you're not already him at quarterback, I think the coaching early on, if you have shitty coaching, it will definitely be detrimental to your quarterback. But I'm What kind of hire even was that? Like, I'm... Yeah. It's the just, segment's it's just, got me hot right now. It's the same hire as this next coach. Oh, great. Brandon Staley. Yeah, Brandon Staley. I saw, like, I'm not going to lie. When they first hired him, I saw the vision, right? <laughs> He's a young guy from the Rams, from McVay's coaching staff that had a decent defense. Actually, probably a pretty good defense at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, they were fresh off, like, going to the... Super Bowl, I'm pretty sure, is the year after he got hired. Um, analytically driven. He's a fucking risk taker. Like, I get it. But it just has not worked out. And it is time to move the fuck on. If anyone's on the hottest seat, it's that man. Right there. Yeah. And we can already see it. 
getting to him, especially after that press conference. Dude, he's over it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> just let him fucking go at this point. He's arguing with reporters. That report I mean, we you gonna give a play calling in or what are we doing here? <laughs> That's something we would ask. <laughs> What are, what are we doing here? No man? nuance at all. He just goes right into it. Man, I watch the games and I look at you on the camera. Do you do anything? Do I... you do anything? <laughs> hey, I would ask Matt Eberflus that right now. Do you what actually do, do anything? Do you do? Let me see your <laughs> let me see your playbook. Is there anything written on there? Yeah, he's the defensive play caller, isn't he? Yep. God, it makes me sick to my stomach. All that money spent in offseason on the defense. Yeah. Like, at least Arthur Smith, they spent all that money on the defense, and it's turning out okay, right? Mm -hmm. But the fucking Bears, Terrell, Ed, is it Terrell Edmonds? Tremaine, or, Tremaine Edmonds is yeah. literally doing cardio. What the fuck has he done? And he's right, there, right next to TJ Edwards also doing cardio. That's so nasty. It's all also paying top dollar for... Boundary linebackers is nuts. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. It's been the Bears have all been DBs and defensive linemen. Once you get in that that linebacker level, it's sweet. Yeah. I think they're already on their way out with Staley also. I think it's it's wraps for him. The next one, Dennis Allen. Man, he shouldn't have even been a head coach in the first place. I swear you could probably list like you could look at this list and I'd be like which one is I just ask a random person which one is a Saints coach they'd have no idea yeah you're right and you know what's funny is the whole NFC South could get fired and I don't think anyone in the entire league or fan bases would be surprised yeah I mean That's just just underwhelming as a whole division just underwhelming like <laughs> what do you do for the NFL Absolutely except nothing. Except give easy wins to the Yeah, except give easy wins and then make us actually give up a playoff spot for you. It is so disgusting that one of these teams, Dennis Allen-led team, an Arthur Smith-led team, or a fucking Todd Bowles-led team is going to host a playoff game. <laughs> and it's sad that the Bucks are 4-7 and seven and they still have a chance at that playoff home game. Yeah. It's nasty. <laughs> like, I, I just... Dennis Allen should be fired, too. They went big on Derek Carr, and Derek Carr is fucking horrible. I mean, what free agent QB worked out this year? <laughs> Which one? Derek it's, Carr? Aaron Rodgers? Jimmy Garoppolo? I don't think a single fucking free agent QB worked. Yeah, this is – Dennis Allen is the coach where I'm literally like, who are you? You are a ghost. <laughs> who are you? What do you do? Yeah. <laughs> Dead, All he does ass. is look confused on the side. Their defense is still okay, but it's it's just like, what do you do other than call the defense? Like, I'm just confused. Yeah, if I if we were janitor workers at that stadium, I'd be like, who was that? Like, they're like, that's the head coach. No, no way. He just looks like a video guy. Yeah, he does. He was Sean Payton's DC, wasn't he? After, mm -hmm. eh, just I don't know. Now the the he'll get fired and can go join the Broncos. I'm glad you mentioned that. Like a lot of people are on the, and I'm I'm on the same, you know, I'm on the same wavelength as well. But I really started thinking a lot of people are like, 
oh, Deshaun Watson, Joe Burrow, are these the worst contracts? I think you need to look at that four-year, $150 million contract that Derek Carr has. I didn't even know it was that big. Yeah, that might be Listen, that, the worst that, No, we actually need to discuss. We need to have a next episode. We'll have contract, a... Contract. Yeah, worst contracts. Are you playing up to your contract? <laughs> the answer is no for every gonna, goddamn QB. It's going to get nasty. <laughs> it's definitely going to get nasty. I mean, realistically, none of them have. No. Dude, next coach, my guy, you know my guy, Brian DeBolt. Dave, Brian Dave. Uh, I don't think he's on the hot seat. I think it might be warm. Nah, there's no way it's warm. This is the second year. Uh, they lost Daniel Jones for pretty much the whole year. But they were bad with Daniel Jones. I, mm-hmm. oh, man. I just hope he doesn't get scapegoated. I don't think he's going to get scapegoated. I think they're going to keep him for another year. So I'm going to say cold on that one. Oh, you don't think they'll draft a quarterback? I mean, I could see them drafting a QB and, and they will get in his own guy. But why would the GM sign Daniel Jones for that four-year contract? You know yeah. what I mean? Shout out Daniel Jones' his agent. Yeah, moneymaker. Man, took him to the cleaners. All right. <clears throat> And this is your, this is your guy, your yeah. guy here, Robert Sala. Fire that motherfucker! <laughs> he's he's already he's done with the press conferences. He's done. I'm done on Twitter. <laughs> I don't give a fuck who it is. Fire the GM, fire the coach. I'm fucking tired of hearing about it. Like I said, and I've bitched about this on the podcast already. I am so sick of franchises because i i am a fan of one of these franchises that has done this before and i've seen it before and it never fucking works out why are we paying top dollar for a 40 year old qb and then not only that whatever you go get aaron Rodgers, you definitely have a chance to win in that moment right Mm -hmm. but the things you do after that will decide if you actually win a Super Bowl or not. And guess what they did? Absolutely fucking nothing to help their case. They didn't beef up that O-line. They fucking... Um, they've got 30-year-old receivers that worked with uh, Rodgers that he was familiar with. They got one of the worst play callers in the fucking league, Nathaniel Hackett. And I don't care what anyone says. That motherfucker sucks. Tell me he doesn't suck. Like, actually. <laughs> yeah, um, yes. But, like, it's like, what What were we doing? Like, what were we actually doing when we decided to go get Aaron Rodgers? They didn't go get Aaron Rodgers and then, like, oh, let's go shoot for the stars and go get Mike Evans or something and, like, actually deal out picks and stuff and players. Like, yes, your defense is great. How about you use some of those superstars on the defensive side and go get some offensive help, right? Robert Sala is a great defensive coach. No doubt in my mind. But that's all he is. Do I think he's a good head coach? No. Put that man on the hot seat. Yeah. It's not. He's cold, for sure. Mm -hmm. To me, he's cold. Because I think a lot of what he's been doing has been from upper management. Mm-hmm. The owner, the GM, they're telling them, oh, you have to play Zach Wilson and bullshit like that. But 
at this point, when you decide, this is when he was on my hot seat. When you decide to play Tim Boyle in an NFL game, you deserve <laughs> to be fired immediately. I don't care how down bad. Look at the Brown situation. I don't care how fucking down bad you are at QB. We are not putting Tim Boyle in the game. No, I'd rather put an extra running back in there, bro. Just run yeah, yeah, like what are we doing? Like I'm, I'm over Robert Sala <laughs> and those dumbass press conferences. And, and I'm telling you right now, if they don't fucking win anything next year, he's done. Oh yeah, if, I mean, if if he 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 needs to get fired. Well, see, that's the thing with Robert Sala. I dead ass just think he's a puppet now. In the yeah. beginning, I was like, oh, this is like I was a fan. You know, he reminded me. He was he was just like a Dan Campbell esque. You know, he he's fucking rah rah guys. Yeah, Woo! he was hype and everything. But I think literally this organization has turned him into a puppet. And I was like, oh, like if they allow Aaron Rodgers to go out there on that field, fire everybody. <laughs> That's an investigation waiting to happen. <laughs> Facts. I mean. It's, and the Jets, the Jets, I mean, they play the Dolphins. Like, when Aaron Rodgers would come back, like, it's just not, no, I'm good. I think we're, everybody's good on that. And the last one, your guy, Riverboat Ron Rivera. Fire that mediocre-ass coach. He has done nothing in this league since Cam Newton lost the Super Bowl. Absolutely nothing. It's going to be unfortunate that Cam Newton mate is going to get that man a gold jacket. He, like, yeah, you're probably right. What is Ron Rivera? If you had to pick a record of what encapsulates him as a head coach, what would it be? I mean. Because you know what screams to me before they added that 17th game? He is a 7-9 and nine type of coach. Yeah. Seven to nine wins is all you're getting from that motherfucker. Fire him. Hot seat. Change coaches. That's not the coach the new owner wants. Get rid of him. Uh, would you elevate Eric or Biennemi or? I mean, fuck, you... maybe. Biennemi's been the one bright spot. The development with Sam Howe. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I mean, that could be a good transition because Biennemi uh, has rapport with Sam Howe. But who knows if the enemy is going to keep him because you never know how it is. Yeah. Coaches see one thing, just like Stefanski never saw Baker as his actual QB of choice. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So you have a few, a few cold. Go. You have a few cold that you, uh, you on your side wanted wanted to be hot, but you understand how the organizations are. But. Yeah, who 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 do you think? Do you think any of any of the ones I listed will get fired? Um, uh, like the before the, the season, before the Ooh. season's over. Maybe Staley, Staley, Eberflus, and um, oh, there's someone that you said. Todd Bowles, Arthur no. Smith, John McDermott, Dennis Allen, Brian Dable, Robert Sala, Ron Rivera, and Bill Belichick. Uh, hmm. Probably just Eberflus and Staley on the hottest of hot seats. I could see Washington maybe make an abrupt change, but they don't usually do that. And who knows how the new owner reacts. So yeah. 
he would be next. But yeah, probably just those two. And that was our coach's hot seat. I'm on board with you for the next episode. We should look at some contracts and get nasty. We can get dive into contracts. <laughs> I love talking about contracts. I've been fighting this battle for two years with Deshaun Watson. So you're gonna keep fighting that battle. I'm loaded. I'm loaded. As long as they keep seeing how much that man's is gonna make and don't understand the <laughs> the what happens behind the scenes of that, you're you're always gonna be fighting that. Yeah, you're not wrong. Let's go right, ahead we... and uh, get into our picks. Yeah. I have leapfrogged up from I was in my Owens, what was it, six down hole, and I'm yeah. only, what, two down now? You two are, or one? You are two down now. So two down. The totals are 110. You have 110 wins and 70 losses. I have 112 wins and 68 losses. So uh, I was cooking. I was cooking. I should have round robined all my picks, bro. I would have made some cash. Uh, yeah, you were 13 and three this week. That was the best record overall. Go. All right, let's get into these because I think my dog has to take a shit. Um, the first game tonight in T minus. Two hours, actually less than two hours now. Seahawks at the Cowboys. The Cowboys are nine and a half point favorites. I think and we know what's going on here. We're yeah. going to pick the Cowboys here. <laughs> no doubt in my mind, Cowboys all the way. I think they win by two touchdowns. I can see the Seahawks backdoor covering. Man, that would be some nasty shit because I'm putting <laughs> money on this plus 14, plus 13 God, and a half. Damn. It really isn't even worth it. I was looking at the spreads, and for it to be even worth, like, plus money, you'd have to bet almost 25, like, that is them winning by 25. It's like plus 325 for them to win by 20. And that's really not even that great. No. Um, First of the Sunday games, the Colts at the Titans. This is a real barn burner. The Colts are actually favored by a point on the road. This is This is a game right here. I want to pick the Colts. The damn Titans, for whatever reason, scare me right here. They always get that in, in close to the end of the season, Doug. Oh, my God. Do I pick the Colts? No Jonathan Taylor. No Jonathan Taylor. Titans are 4-1 and one at home. <sighs> this is so nasty. All their wins are at home. They don't have a single win on the road. But the Colts are 4-1 and one away. Man. And division game. God, this is gross, man. I don't know why the Titans scare me right here. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick the Titans. I'm gonna pick the Titans. Um, and then my my pick for the Titans is strictly delusion. I just think the NFL is, is not gonna let the Bills not make the playoffs. Okay. So one of these teams have to lose. I really in my. And the, I mean, honestly, I really think the Titans are going to win this game. I'm going to go Colts because my gut was wrong on a lot of games last, last <laughs> week. And I'm just picking the better team overall, and I think the Colts get the win. Yeah, you weren't doing that last week. You no, last pick, week I let a lot of my – I've noticed when I do well, I don't have bias in my picks. But when I do bad, <laughs> I was like – because realistically, did I think the Bengals – did I think the Bengals were really going to beat the fucking Steelers? Probably not. I just wanted you guys to lose. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's not like we blew them out. 
I also didn't have a good feeling about the Browns against the Broncos, but I'm picking not with my heart this time. Okay? Yeah, I was, I was, uh, I was on point. Broncos lit. Broncos lit. All right, next next game: Chargers at the Patriots. Did anyone think this would be a four and seven and two and nine matchup here? Yeah, Chargers are five and a half point favorites on the road. And let me tell you, I'm picking the Chargers. And if they lose this game, Staley is gone immediately. <laughs> Not even 24 hours after this game. I promise you he will be fired. It's at the Patriots. It's at the Patriots. Yeah, I'm picking Chargers as well. And if also, if they lose, Staley does not have a ride back home. No, they're leaving him there in Foxborough. He can be the new head coach in, <laughs> for the Patriots. <laughs> All right, let's go to the Lions at the Saints. The Lions are four-and-a-half-point favorites. This has to be a bounce-back game for the Lions, right? Yeah. This is another game. They can't lose this with the schedule coming up. I'm going to go to the Lions on this one. Yeah, I'm also going to go to the Lions on this one. Uh, if they lose this one, there needs to be some serious conversations on if they should be the divisional leaders or if they're just going to be like the Vikings. Like I said, the Vikings of last year and just get fucking bounced out in the yeah, first round. I agree. Um, let's go to the Falcons at the Jets. The Falcons are only two-point favorites. I'm shocked. And the over-under is 33-and-a-half. It's because Rodgers is coming back, bro. I'm I'm picking the Falcons. There's no way if they lose this game. Is Tim Boyle playing? Yeah. If they if the Falcons lose this game, Arthur Smith should also be fired and not have a ride back to Atlanta. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Falcons as well. Um I'm expecting at this point, week 13, the defense is gonna start saying fuck it. Yeah. And I see the Falcons winning by like eight points or more. You can only you can only care so much on the defense. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the Steelers or Cardinals at the Steelers. Actually, uh, Pittsburgh is five and a half point favorites here. Oh shit! Uh, it is a one o'clock game for a West Coast team. That's always tough to play. Go ahead and pick Kyler, bro. I don't know if I can. <laughs> I'm picking Steelers on this one. This is on our road to. Uh, four straight wins and me getting my money because I have the Steelers winning 10 games. Uh, so uh, Minka, Minka has been practicing fully. So we're lit. He's yeah, not. I mean, you guys are the clear better team here, but I'm just going to pick the Cardinals because fuck it. This is how I come back. I'm no, I know, but <laughs> against the Steelers, I have to, like, I have to be biased, right? Uh, I I would I would pick the I I've picked the Browns before. I know. I've picked the Steelers before too, but Kyler Murray, bro. There's there's nothing about that defense. Plus the Cardinals that shows you anything. Yeah, you're right. I mean, we got 400 yards offense, bro. The Cardinals. The only thing that's backing my argument here is the Cardinals got absolutely obliterated last week, and typically history repeats itself and. When someone gets blown out the week before they play well, they don't let it happen again the following week. I would say that, but there's a lot of teams uh, in the NFL, more than I thought, that have shit records. So maybe the Cardinals are like, we want Marvin, so we're going to stay up in that top three. Yeah, you could be right. Uh, let's go to the Dolphins at the Commanders. Why am I thinking this is a sneaky game? 
for absolutely no reason. The Dolphins yeah, are nine and a half point favorites. I don't know why you are either. I'm going to pick the Dolphins on this one. Uh, we forgot to mention in our headlines, Jalen Phillips did get an ACL. ACL or Achilles. Or Achilles, Achilles yeah. tear. He's out for the rest of the year. Uh, go to grass fields. Everybody, even the, the Dolphins players were commenting how bad the fucking fields are. God, where's that MedLife? Yeah. <laughs> Get grass fields. Uh, let's go they to the Broncos. Sign, oh. Who did they sign? JPP? Did they sign? Yes, yes. Jason Pierpol. They signed JPP. Uh, let's go. Oh, well. Did you well, pick? Did you pick yeah, I did. I picked the Dolphins. Okay, okay. I ain't fucking with that. <laughs> uh, let's go to the Broncos at the Texans. Houston is three and a half point favorites in a battle of six and five. This is this is tough, bro. This is a tough one. Do we go with the AFC player of offense player of the year? Not the year, I am. a month. Or do we go with the, the red hot Broncos on to six and oh if they win this? I'm going Texas. Serious right. playoff considerations if they win this game. The Broncos have been breezing by. Uh, I think on the road, this is too tall of an ask for their defense, and I think the Texans and C.J. Stroud continue to play good football. I'm going to go with the Broncos on this one. I'm going to back up the Broncos' defense and hope that they limit C.J. Stroud. Um, I don't see any more or any like 300-yard games from Russell Wilson, so they need to make sure that C.J. Stroud also doesn't have a 300-yard game. Broncos country, let's run. Uh, let's go to the first of the four o'clock games. The Panthers at the Buccaneers. Nasty, man. Yeah, I'm going Bucks. They can't lose this game. If they do, it's embarrassing. This is another game. If Todd Bowles loses, he needs to get fired out of that cannon. Yeah. At the fucking stadium. Um, yeah. There's no shot that you guys, that they lose this. I'm going to go Bucks as well. If they do lose this, man. Then, then you just need to. If they lose this, it's because Baker Mayfield played god awful. That's the yeah. only way that they lose this. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the Browns at the Rams. The Rams are three and a half point favorites, and we don't know who the QB is going to be for the Browns. I will say, I just saw on Underdog NFL on Twitter, DTR did not practice today. I know he didn't practice today. Typically, Friday will be the tell. Usually, if they don't practice Thursday, it's kind of cooked. Ultimately, you yes. For for different. a rookie like him, yes. So it's it, probably going to be Flacco. It's different if you were at home, but like you got everybody on the plane. You're going to LA, West Coast, and Miles is banged up. No Denzel Ward. I'm going Rams in this game. Yeah, I'm going Rams as well. Uh, the Browns need to play man. If they don't play man, they could get ugly. Um, this isn't this isn't too tough of a game for Flacco to to play in. Um, the Rams are kind of mid, but they did just hang thirty seven on the Cardinals. So, yeah, I think they kind of have the Cardinals number though. The thing that will kill the Rams is Stafford turning the football over. If the mm-hmm. Browns can cause some turnovers in um, positive field, yeah, yes, and positive or get like a pick six or something, they can mm-hmm. maybe win this game. But if Miles isn't one hundred percent, we don't have Denzel Ward back. I also Kyron Williams is back, and our run defense hasn't looked good the past like three weeks, so that scares me too. So that's why I'm going to Rams. Let's go to the game of the week: Forty ers at the Eagles. The mm-hmm. Eagles are dogs at home by three. Should be fucking the night game. 
You're picking the um, Eagles, right? Yeah, I'm picking the Eagles. Not, you know what, though, bro? I'm picking the 49ers. I know. The 49ers. Like, the Eagles can't keep getting away with this. Oh, you know they can. <laughs> that I mean, this is literally people's NFC North championship card. These two teams. Yeah. And this is probably what it'll end up being, unless the Cowboys beat the Eagles or the 49ers. So. I'm going to pick 49ers. Oh, shit. I don't think the Eagles are going to go 11 1. Uh, I think the 40. I think it's going to be a good game. But I, like I said, if Jalen Hurts starts out ass, this is not the team you want to be ass in the first half. Because they will hang points on you all. They're going to have to start fast against the 49ers for sure. Um, Let's go to the Chiefs at the Packers. Chiefs are six-point favorites on the road. I'm not going to switch up now. I'm picking the Chiefs. I always do. Yo, but it would be crazy. I can see them losing this game. I can see them losing this game. Jordan Love's been playing well. The Packers' defense has been playing better. Chiefs just look beatable, bro. Chiefs. Chiefs receivers have to catch the ball. If they catch the ball, they're probably winning this game. Yeah, there's been, what, two or three games that they could have won if they just catch the ball? All three of their losses came off of drop passes, in my opinion. I'm going to go Chiefs as well. But Jordan Love has the opportunity to do something hilarious. Yeah, I agree. It would just, it would just be so much parody if they did win. <laughs> yeah. And the Lions lost, Lord. All right, let's go to the Monday night matchup that would have been fantastic if Joe Burrow was still healthy. The Bengals at the Jaguars. The Jaguars are eight and a half point favorites. Oh, yeah. The Jaguars are going to win this by 10 points, bro. This is easy. This is an easy bounce back, like show them, flex your muscles kind of game. Um, defense has been playing really well, so I think they're going to get after Jake Browning. And, um, I mean, you saw this. If the Steelers didn't turn the ball over, and have a dropped uh, touchdown that we didn't challenge, or the score would have been a lot different. Yeah, I think the Jaguars, I think the Bengals are bottom 10 in the league without Joe Burrow, and their mm-hmm. coaching staff doesn't help. So. And this defense is looking fraudulent. Yeah, so I think the Jaguars are going to win fairly easily. That is the picks. That is the picks. Hopefully I can mount the comeback and get a lead. You have one, two. You have a chance to take the lead. Are we different on three? Yeah, just three. I was so close to the Eagles, but I really think the 49ers will win this one. They, it has, the Eagles have to get caught eventually, right? Yeah. They, if, they don't, if they don't hear, then they'll get caught by the Cowboys. They will. Oh, Lord. Nasty, nasty. And then, uh, buckle up, y'all. Because next week's game, nasty. Next week's like slate, nasty as well. Yeah. So, There's going to be a – I wouldn't blame you guys if you guys took a 4 o'clock nap or <laughs> – well, not a 4 o'clock nap, a 2 o'clock nap going in so you can wake up for the Eagles in 49ers game. Um, but thanks again, everybody, for listening. Uh, this will be dropped immediately so you guys can listen at least to an hour or so before the game start. Uh, or just fast forward to our picks and see how your guys' picks line up with us. But you can also you can always listen on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. And like I said before, season three will 
be live streamed on YouTube. So make sure that you guys tune in on YouTube. We'll make a channel and do all that kind of stuff and advertise it so everybody will know. But thanks again, guys, for listening. DWC episode 13, getting close to the playoffs. Should be interesting, interesting uh, to see how the playoff pictures uh, look because a lot of teams are in the playoff hunt. Both of our teams are, so it's going to get nasty. But that's it for us, guys. We will post the parlay tonight. Probably like 20 or 30 minutes before the game. Make sure that everything looks good because this game could get nasty. So. I'm not too confident. I don't, I'm not too confident in the parlay. Um, but like I said, thanks again, guys, for listening. And we are out. Peace.